Ian's going to be pissed that I took the PS4. And then, um, and then if he wants to play it, there's going to be no room. On the Xbox, we have hardly any games. So... And that's what a gaming mom just rants about. Those are her complications. <laughs> Starting in three, two, one. So Welcome wait. to. Yeah, what's the name? What are, what are we called again? <laughs> Verification code required. That's right. I remember us. <laughs> oh, how long has it been? So listen, even though it has been a while, we've actually had some good what counsel. From some two nobody podcasters. There's um, four on the council. Is that what you're talking about? No, I was talking about those like podcasting guys, those brothers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Yes. They're, yes. I don't, know. I I don't think th- they're nobodies. They're getting a TV show with NBC Access. Listen, but they had a really good advice. They were advice. funny. They were funny, <laughs> but we did everything they said not to do, <laughs> um, including stay consistent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, the last episode was about something that's great. No, it was Mass Effect Andromeda. It was like some sadness. That's right. You actually did your official rant about Andromeda. It was my official rant. I'm done now. I'm still pissed. No, wait. That wasn't the last episode. There was another one. And it was something else. Yeah, it was about that topic. Was it E3? No, we did that one already. PlayStation Experience? Was that what it was? Because we recorded two. And I didn't really upload the second one. I forgot about it. So but, I might do that. I might do that. Yeah, I was say do that, and then we got saying, this. I'm saying we can like put out two exactly. bonus episodes. Hey. All right. <laughs> um. So then news. I'm. I'm just gonna jump in it like we've just been nothing's different. We haven't been gone forever. Um. I guess what's new? I got a big life? one. I don't know. Uh, I got a big news. Okay. Great. What's your it, big news? What two days ago? Uh oh. Um. That EA closed Visceral. EA what? EA. Who are they? Really? Mm-hmm. Electronic Arts? Are you serious? No. <laughs> Closed to Visceral Games, and you don't know who Visceral Game is. Is that the one you were saying, who are they? No, I was talking about EA. Um, so EA closed Visceral Games, oh. and with it, the Amy Henning Star Wars game. How tragic. It's incredibly tragic. Listen, this whole year has been shocking. People have been stepping down from gaming companies. There was like at least two people from two different companies that were Mike big. Laidlaw from BioWare, the creative director for the Dragon Age series, left last week. And there was someone else. I know Mike. Nice guy. Had a beer with him. He probably got a good job offer. Well, um, he hasn't announced what he's going to do, but... Maybe. And he's been there for... Uh, what they say? What do you say? Seventeen years? I think so. Something like that. He okay, go it. on. I'm sorry. Nothing. I don't know. I'm just trying to go on a whim here. Um, yeah, uh, games. Yada yada. Well, let's just jump in. Any? Uh, <laughs> do you? Well, do you have any notes or anything? I just pr- I just read this new game. I'm gonna wing it. You're gonna wing it. Great. So am I. Because I was doing this earlier today. Oh, you go. <clears throat> so Nintendo Switch is trying to be cute and everything, and they're trying to be indie game friendly. Ooh. The Switch? Yeah. Ooh, wasn't there some game that just got ported over to the Switch? Yes. A Fire Emblem or something like that, mm, right? Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Actually, that was on here. So, they're trying to be, like, more indie, because, you know, they're usually for their own games and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing right now, is being an indie game. Yes, so the Wii U tried to, like... I think they might have a problem doing it because with the Wii U, they try to be third-party friendly. Like, we're going to have a lot of third-party games. Didn't happen. They had, like, 12. Mass Effect was one of them. I know. I had that one, actually. <laughs> and, yeah, that was nice that they tried. But so 
they better really like stick to their word if they're trying to um, support a lot of indie games because for Nintendo that would be a huge like that would be a big thing. So can I ask you a question? Ask Have you question. played a third party, especially like an action game or a shooter on the Wii with the gamepad? No. It's horrible. I can only imagine. <laughs> that thing is heavy. I, I was playing Mass Effect 3 with uh. that thing, and I was like, I mean, having the map in the middle is pretty cool, like having a little mini map right there so you don't have to hit the map button, mm-hmm. but it's really heavy, Shoot and it's like this wide, and so you're trying to like coordinate your thumbs and like just... Yeah, the Wii needed to die the, off. They, Rest in peace, the, the, We loved you, but... Yes, the, it, the making much. it lighter and sliding them the things on the ends and making those Joy-Cons that slide on and off, way better. I All think right, the Switch well. is amazing. No, no, no. Like, that's, you could, that was good. <laughs> um, so, on top of more third party, though, so I think the Switch now, because of that, they might actually be better at third party because... <clears throat> there... <laughs> Why you need to clear your throat, I just do not know. (laughs) Because I've never played it. It was a huge success. Your son has played it. Um, But the Nintendo Switch is actually getting the 2016 reboot of Doom. Oh, yeah. My kiddo has that. Has beat it. Well, or he said he's stuck on some level. They're also getting L.A. Noir and, like, Wolfenstein, too, whatever. Well, there's a new Wolfenstein out. Coming out. That's it. Wolfenstein 2. The Uh new Colossus is coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, but Doom, I think that's a good move um, mm-hmm. because Nintendo usually doesn't have a lot of bloody games. So there's a multiplayer with the Doom, and in the past, Nintendo has not done well for multiplayer. So, yeah. I mean, the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, they had one for the Wii U, and, like, hardly anybody played it. Like, the people on that had to, like, get on the forums or something and, like, coordinate times to be able to play with each other. So. No, there was, okay, I'm a huge Nintendo fan, a huge, huge, huge. So any shade is probably not like from hate, just like, I just know. So for playing with friends online, there is no searching for random people normally. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you have to know someone. So there's these things called friend codes. So you'd have to like look, go to your Nintendo account and look at your friend code, which is like a verification code that's required. Ah, Um, And then, like, you have to, like, write that down on your thing to add a friend, and then y'all could, like, communicate. But you have to hit, like, play with friend at the same time. So you have to somehow just cyclically connect to your friend, maybe call him. It was just too, too, too much. Um, I heard off an article, I can't quote, I can't even tell you what article it was, but I heard they're trying to make that easier. Um, They better, otherwise they need to kiss multiplayer goodbye. Well, they shut the old Nintendo network down. I heard or read, um, but this new thing—they'll—they'll—they'll they'll, they'll do good. No, no, the Switch is actually a good move. I really think the Switch is great. What? There's not enough games yet, but like if they play their cards right, this is—it's amazing. Well, yes. I mean, I don't disagree with the unit itself being awesome, but it's things like multiplayer that that Nintendo has not. They've done couch co-op fairly well, yeah. but they've not done online multiplayer. Do you think well. that's what they're trying to focus on, though? Now that you just said that, because I. I when I play Xbox and PlayStation games that are like multiplayer, mm-hmm. they're all you have to. Everyone has to have their own copy of the game now. Right. And then I'll usually say something like, "Man, I miss the couch multiplayer, like the split screens and stuff." So do you, do you think Nintendo's just trying to keep that? I like, mean, honestly, make it complicated for online gameplay. But then, if you want to go to your friend's house and play a game, sure, make it easy. Honestly, if I. if you want, my opinion would be that I think that would be a good place for Nintendo to be is couch co-op and single-player games. 
Because honestly, think about it. If this is supposed to be a portable unit, what's the likelihood that you could be like chilling on the bus and trying to play multiplayer? Could you imagine playing Doom multiplayer where you're running around shooting each other or whatever Mm, on the bus (laughs) while you're on your way home chilling? Trying to get that. that. (laughs) I mean, like, what's the, but, but if you were sitting there with a buddy on the bus and you guys were playing Mario Kart, each one takes a controller, that would work. So to me, I think logically or unit to unit like the old Game Boy used to be. You're right. I was going to mention that. Even with the Nintendo Wii and then the DSs, they had something called, it was like the local play. Mm -hmm. So it was like almost similar to like built-in Bluetooth or Mm -hmm. something. So the Switch might do that too. So on top of everyone getting their own controller, if there's another person that has like their own unit, Mm -hmm. maybe all four people could like play with that local gameplay. Right. And did I hear a rumor? Did you hear a rumor? Um, I don't know. So I haven't looked at it yet, but has anybody heard anything about... I heard a rumor somewhere. I don't know how very reliable it is or not, but that they might be doing something with Skyrim because Skyrim's moving to the Switch. Are they adding a mode? That's official now. Skyrim on Switch. Because mm-hmm. um, it was a PAX. West. I read an article saying, would Skyrim add more content? To the Switch version, I didn't read anything saying they would or confirming they would. It was an article with speculation and, like, Mm. all kinds of hints and pretty much proving why they would do something. So, yeah. I heard a rumor that it might be PvP person versus I can tell you what it's going to be right now. It's going to be so annoying. Um, It's going to be, you can now play Skyrim with... Your me character. <laughs> oh man, you that would be the, horrible. Cartoon me walking around with a, <laughs> a sword or a staff. That's so not cool. A cartoon character looking <laughs> really nicely artworked. So map. not cool. Just watch, watch, <laughs> bet on that, bet on that. Me's on Skyrim, twenty eighteen. Yuck. Um, so this wasn't. I read this earlier. I'm just gonna make it really, really quick. It was not part of my notes, but I thought it was really, really cute. The top ten balls in gaming, non-perverted. I'm serious. The most unsexualized perversion. <laughs> top ten balls in games, legitly. That I just wanted because so that sounded funny. horrible, but no, this is legitly like fun and interesting. So number one happens to be. You want to say it out there? I'll say it out loud. Um, Pokeball. I'm not a Nintendo player. What am I reading? It's that not for? just Nintendo, but you've heard of a Pokeball. Yes, exactly. I played. I played the red edition or something. Okay, you know, since so she wants to be all, I'm not. In, let's do something from her time frame then. <laughs> Boom. Did you just say? Did you just say <laughs> my time frame and then point Boom. to Pong? <laughs> really? So even though it's a square, <laughs> you straight up pointed to Pong. Are you kidding? The Pong is the second <laughs> most famous ball in gaming, I guess. Um, that was ages in my dare. You'll be missed. I don't know what Pog, I know I'm not a Nintendo person. Pokeball wasn't my thing. <laughs> it wasn't my thing. Um, something that me and you are familiar with, which I never really see it as a ball, but yeah, oh, the to traveler. Be the traveler. Yeah. Um, which is, um, I guess they put that on there because they were trying to make us jealous. They were like, oh, wait, no, that was a different article. <laughs> no, so no, it was an article on like an app or something that's saying things you took for granted in gaming. And like <laughs> one was like, it was like not like physical or not physical, um, spec stuff like hardware or 
multiplayer, like things you take for granted. But then this was in the middle of nowhere, like number eight. It's not hardware or any kind of gaming related, but everyone took the traveler for granted because it gave everyone powers, their ghosts, and everything. And now because of Destiny 2, you can't do any of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I don't even want to like get down in that thing, but that this really sucks. There. It really does. No, I heard it sucks. I mean, that, <laughs> I heard it was a good game, but like we got so used to the abilities the yeah. traveler gave us. That whole that section where that you got to play without it, it just blows. So that was funny. <laughs> I think, um, no, I think it was on here. It says, next time you double jump into the air or use your ghost to pull up your next waypoint, take a moment to thank the traveler. <laughs> um, and this is all, uh, you know, I might as well just say it, Game Informer. So, yes, what? my resources, what? Game Informer. What? what month is this? This uh, is the newest. What, what edition? 295, November 2017. Issue 295. Wow, so that ain't new. Um, uh, oh. November 2017. Oh, November. Year. I thought it was February. Sorry. Oh, my Whatever. Wow. Moving on. Wow. Well, never mind. I'll let that go for now, but it's recorded. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then to make it really quick, because I've never heard, I've heard one of these other ones, but if stop me just if you've heard of one. So Blitzball from Final Fantasy. Okay, that's a lie. I have, I have heard of that. Final Fantasy X. Nope. Um, Katamari. Nope. Great. I'm showing you pictures while I'm reading these two. Yeah. Um, Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball. Nope. You've heard, no. Really? Nope. Really. Do you remember when the iPhone first came nope. out? Like, do you remember when the iPhone I first came out? I think iPhone is not my stick. That may be. No. But you're married to someone whose stick it is. He didn't have an iPhone 1. You remember when it came out, though. He got an so iPhone So this game five. was so famous because you could like move nope. your phone around and the monkey balls would Never saw it. Never played it. <sighs> Number Sorry. seven, bumper balls on Mario Party. Didn't I love Mario, Mario Party, Party, but either. I don't remember that at all. I love Mario Party, but I don't know which Mario Party. I don't know the rest of these. I've never um, seen I don't any know of any of these are. So we got Cerebral Boar, whatever that is, Ayami, and a Yoko. Thank you. That was interesting. All right. <laughs> The only one I know is Pong, and that now, wasn't even part of the, the list. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so I made a lot of notes. This one I purposely skipped. If you want to like look real quick, um, I mean not look because we planned this whole podcast. <laughs> um, is there anything that you wanted to mention about Pax West? No, I mean I, the big one that I heard about was um, was um, uh, uh, which caught coming to Switch. Skyrim coming to Switch. I had a friend was who was going yeah. to go um, get in line, but it was really long line, so they decided not to do yeah, it. Yeah, none but of these games on this um, article yeah, no. look as. I mean, I'm pretty. No, they look interesting, but like none that like anyone would probably recognize. Um, so I know something else that came out that I. There was an article stoked about, but I don't know if it was at PAX or not. Anything <clears throat> you want to say about the Xbox One X? I am not buying the Xbox One X. Great. Next. <laughs> I barely use my Xbox One. I'm not going to hate on it. No, I will show people. There's been like a lot of fights online about getting the Xbox One X is stupid, but then people like people do the same for the Pro and like exactly. it's the same thing. I don't. You, three episodes ago, you were the one that said. It's only recommended if you don't have the system at all and you do want to buy it. You might as well get the Pro one. But right. as far as getting rid of your Xbox One just to get the Xbox One X, just to play 4K games, like, nah, like, that's nothing I would right. do. I don't even have a 4K TV, so it would be wasted. Yeah, no, it would be a waste for me, too. I don't do 4K. All right, so, HZD. Of course, you know what that is, right? No. 
Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I read the whole I'm article. I'm super excited. Super excited. Yes. Super excited. Wait, let me see it one more time. Looks, super excited. It looks really, really My nice. My game of the year game this year. I read the whole article, um, and I'm super excited. That being said, I didn't finish the first one, which I have now. Um, really? Yeah, I had it. I got it, like, earlier this year, after PAX, I think. Um, and I started it, but I never finished it. And I read this. It's like, this makes me really want to finish the first one. Um, so I guess it's called The Frozen Wilds. I'm sorry. Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds, which is a DLC. Um, developer Guerrilla Games. Comes out November 7th. Yeah, the developers of Kill, the Killzone series. Yes. So I guess with this expansion, the one thing about Skyrim I liked was like the areas you couldn't reach, but then you could reach them in like certain expansions and stuff. I was a fan of that. Mm-hmm. So this one, you get to go up north to the icy homeland. So is that like in the game eventually, like, or a place the, you can't go So they something? talk about the Banuk, yeah, the, and that is a side quest. It's not okay. part of the main quest. So I went back. I finished the game, then went back and did this okay. side quest. And then there's like this kind of like collectible quest that goes along with it too. Like you have to pick up these like ten things. I have actually not finished that um, yet, so I need to clearly get on that before it comes out. Which it comes out here like in, in a two, two weeks. Thanks, me sort of. Yeah, so that looks. Cool. I don't know what the Banuk is yet. It looks like. I mean, it's a tribe, obviously. Correct. Um, but it looks like it will be really, really interesting. Um, and I'm wondering what they're going to. Obviously, there has to be like a story to this DLC. There's going to be a story to the DLC. Yeah, I'm going to be very interested. When you finish the game, the game is very kind of, it's finished, but it's not finished. So it's like Final Fantasy. Um, I don't, don't know. Finished, I don't but not finished. play Final Fantasy. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that the world needs to be able to to, 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 to be what it's supposed to be, for it to be finished and everything better. And it's that is not the case when you finish the game. So um, I, I'm just curious if they're going to clean up the storyline in a DLC or if we have to wait for the next game. I hope it's not the next game, but when you finish the game, you can tell they're trying to leave it open to be a series. So, um, yeah. And, and that'll be interesting, but we can talk about what is interesting about that game and the whole gaming environment right now um, further along if you want. So keep going. Awesome. And then, let's see. I'm going to go and start with Hidden Agenda. Actually, no. Let's go on and start with um, The Sims 4. They're making that big move from PC to console. Your favorite. So let me tell you something about Elise here. She loves The Sims. So like, Whenever she's done managing a family of her own, she is just so anxious and zealous to get to her artificial family and modify them (laughs) them. so because you know she just needs more stress on top of stress oh god yes i want to go from parenting my own kids and my own family Mm -hmm. to parenting a a whole bunch of other computer characters yeah yep um i'm a huge um, sims person it can be stressful and i hate building my sims but after you get everything set it's a cool, cool game. The console move will be good. Now I prefer on the PC, but I remember before I had my first gaming computer, I've always like kept wondering why EA doesn't like put The Sims out for consoles, and they always did, but way too late. Same for this example. Mm-hmm. Um, EA is really, really bad about making industry moves. Yeah, they're, um, re- they're always behind, and I, it's just maddening. And just um, just in case anyone was wondering, The Sims Four is still. Not better than The Sims 3. I'm still waiting for that moment to happen, but <laughs> as of now, no. 
Um, like, it's going to be hard to tough a game. We have so many expansions, so many add-ons, and then this one just comes and you lose all of that. But, you know, over time, I'm pretty sure it will get good somehow. Hidden Agenda. We saw this at the PlayStation Experience thing. Uh, it looks really, really cool. It's that game where, like, everyone works against each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the cell phones and stuff? Yes. Is that the one we're talking about? Yes. That so, you can make choices? I love that. I think that's awesome. It comes out in four days. So I'm actually going to buy it uh, up to six people. And I really am going to see, because this is the one that was made by the same creators as Until Dawn, which is the horror game. Um, horror, not horror. My apologies. Um, so... October 24th. I just wonder whether or not you all have to be, you play it on one machine? Yes. Um, so. Do you have to play it on one machine? What if you're like online and you were streaming and you wanted to play it with somebody else but you're not in the same room? I feel like it would have to be the same machine. Mm. I, obviously, that makes sense. If someone's online, you can play online with them. But looking at just like this picture right here, which is. Everyone kind of, like, checking in. Like, someone should log in. Like, who's going to be Neil? Who's going to be Kat? Right, and but... you could do that, obviously, online. I was going to say it. But <clears throat> isn't the idea of the game to, like, get suspicion out of people's, like... I mean, I looked at the commercial, and, like, they were judging based off of how nervous some people were looking and stuff like Ew. that. Um, I don't know. But then again, I don't want six people in my living room, so maybe it would be wise. I mean, I would... I think it would be cool to have both options. You can do couch co-op, or you could do online. Because just imagine if you were streaming mm-hmm. and all of you guys were on camera and you're all playing the game, even though you're not all together. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Yeah, it would be. And I'm not reading anything real quick. I mean, yeah, I tried to read. It doesn't say anything about having being able to play with someone who's not in the same room. Yeah, it's a bummer. I would assume, but no, it's not confirming or denying. So we're going to have to find out. I'll do research and see. I'm pretty sure there's like some people who got to play some beta and record it, so maybe... Um, that will answer the question. Um, oof. All right, so that was all of the... I mean, there's a lot of other <laughs> gaming gaming news, but those are like the, probably the mainstream games. Um, Destiny 2, I read the article. It was boring. Pretty much everyone's, what everyone's been saying. It got a 9 on Game Informer. That's what I was told. Um, which is... I mean, that's good, um, but I would expect that. I it's feel getting like- flamed by fanboys and average people com- uh, 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 combined. I think the people who really think it's awesome... And I've played halfway through the main quest on PlayStation 4. I was planning on playing it primarily on PC, but I have not bought it yet. (laughs) It comes out Tuesday, and I am more concerned about what I'm going to play Tuesday night than Destiny 2, which is not good for me. So... Um, I really don't know what to do. I've played halfway through, and the quest is fine. It's fun. But I don't like the fact that I'm being level-gated somewhere else, and I don't like the fact that I'm, you know, you you got to go run around and do busy work to be able to level up to move to the next planet. That really, really annoys me. Um, I prefer everything to be leveled to whatever it is that you are so you can go through. But... Again, you know, whatever. People who didn't play Destiny 1, I think, are happier with Destiny 2 than people who played Destiny 1. And that's that's what I'm seeing. I was going to wait till it came out on a PC, which was this <laughs> month? Next it's month? Tuesday. Tuesday. So. Pre, pre, you can download it now. I don't even know if I want it anymore. I've heard everything about it. Um, I heard it wasn't that bad. Like, you could buy it and still enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I don't know now. Um, but I did not hear about this. 
I do not know if it's free or if it costs. It's not free. Dishonor. It is a standalone DLC. Standalone DLC. It is a standalone DLC. Have you got it? I do not have it yet. No. Do not have it yet. Would you get it? I will eventually. Um, I'm not in any big hurry right now to do it. It looks cool. I think it would be cool. I really enjoyed playing Dishonored 2, but it being that it's a standalone DLC and not playing off the game, the the Dishonored 2 irritates me. Didn't the first one do something like that? A standalone DLC? I don't know. I've only got the base game for the first one. No, really? Mm-hmm. Did you buy the pack? If you get one, you get two know. something or two. Yeah, but it was one. It, it with, wasn't. It came with a lot of DLCs for me. Oh, I don't know. I got like everything, and like that's what I was trying to play. Um, Life is strange. It's a, um, I think, Square game. Let me look. Um, yep, Square Enix. Um, this I played is the, the base. second one. Now that this is a DLC too. I thought. I oh. Because well, I played the original. I mean, I can't. I thought really, it was a prequel. I mean, yeah, like a pre. I mean, I knew it was a DLC, but some DLCs are like prequels, like um, Outlast and Whistleblower and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't see if it's a. I just know that one of the characters was voiced by Ashley Birch, and she couldn't do it, reprise her character, who's I think the main character in here, because Aww. of the voice actor strike. Aww. She's really upset because mm. I guess this character was her just as a teenager. Aww. Yeah, it was. It was that was it. Upset. FIFA. No one cares. Oh my god. Um, NBA. Guess what? No one cares. No, people do care about NBA. Two K. Two Ks in NBA. Whatever. What, Let me read a sentence. What? For, no, no, no. What? No, what do no, they no, care no. about? Do you know what the big? What the big? Crap about this game is the black people not being dark enough. No. Or something? Oh, know. really? Uh, let me look no. how light they look. That's not what I've heard. Oh my goodness. I heard microtransactions and real life money be able to get haircuts and done, stuff. Done, so done. <laughs> that is. That's it. what I heard. <laughs> How much money do they need? Who is who? Who published this? Two K games. Two, oh, this why? is an EA game. But Two K is the. I mean, Two uh, K so, Games is the one who makes this game. Okay, so EA handles Two K. They, I'm fairly certain EA is the publisher on NBA. No, it says the publisher is actually 2K. I thought 2K was the developer. No, I mean it could be a oh, Blizzard thing. Oh, okay. Well, I'm wrong then. Well, it's, like, Blizzard uh, is the developer so and publisher, 2K? so like maybe 2K is like the same way. Very yeah, rare-ish. I was gonna but, say they don't um, do that very often. No, yeah, but say I'm not. It's not common at all. So well, if like, it's you see, 2K, look, they're the publisher. Apparently, Konami has the same thing. Congrats, um, publisher and developer. Like. Not coming at all, but yes. Like, oh, look, EA Sports. But you see, look. Exactly. I knew EA does FIFA. No one cares. And they do Madden. I don't know who does the NCAA one. Oh, my God. There's too much sports Oh, it's NBA Live, right? Isn't that EA? Yes, that's why. I got confused. Interesting. Knack 2. Good. We saw that PlayStation. I never played Knack at all. Me either. Everybody's Golf. We saw that at the PlayStation 1, too. Metroid Samus Returned is going to be good. It's pretty much a remake, but it's amazing because everybody loves Samus. Sweet. So that's all of the gaming news. Now, let's, um, I don't know, let's talk about, we got like, what, four or three minutes left. So let's talk about your guild incident. What's my guild incident? Someone. Hey, so Elise has volunteered to stream for 12 hours, guys. Oh, yes. Extra life. So on November 4th of this year, so in a few weeks, 
Um, Extra Life has Extra Life Day, and so various gaming communities across the country. Well, actually, it's North America. I do believe there's some can- that Canada gets involved as well. Okay. Um, they play on a, a November fourth is Extra Life Day, and so everybody streams and donates money to Extra Life. And for those of you who don't, don't know what Extra Life is, it's a charity um, by gamers. Um, the gaming community that um, raise money for the Children's Miracle Network, and that is an organization that supports the children's hospitals in North America. So, um, just about every children's hospital in the country is a participant and receives money from the Children's Miracle Network. So, that's what I'll be doing on the 12th. Um, my guilt is suing it, but we are one of many. Um, and I'll be, uh, I'll be there all 12 hours. And then I do the, I do the party at the end is my event. Oh, a party. Um, we have a party at the end of each one of our, um, extra life events. And this year we're actually doing a cantina crawl. So we're going to go to various in-game cantinas, bars, they call them cantinas, but bars in the game and have a party and an organization called Radio Free. They um, are an MMO kind of DJ service. They have a website. I think it's uh, radiofree. Is it org or com? I'm not sure. We'll have to put it in the show notes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'll be hosting it and doing our music, and they kind of like DJ it. So they do like dances and hmm. and and lead. You know, do that kind of stuff. So um, it'll be fun. Um, if anybody plays Star Wars: The Little Republic or um, and wants to join us, you're welcome to. If you're a streamer, or you're looking, or I guess if you're looking for people who are streaming, all you have to do is go to Twitch and um, look for un, uh, it's Wookie Alliance or Unholy Alliance, or just put in Extra Life. Oh and you should be able to find somebody to watch if you want to watch and donate. Thank you for that. But I feel like we just forgot something that was so important. What? So this is great. We're at 30 minutes. So I'll leave it up to you. But we went to a gaming convention, met yes. important people. Did you want to talk about that? And did you want to talk about your New York trip with your Star Wars thing? I mean, we can. I wasn't really sure what we were going to talk about. I know, I wasn't either. We'll go for 35 minutes or 30, 40. Well, we could probably go to 40. We haven't done a podcast in a while. Okay. Start with, um, so we went to New York. I did my own thing, not gaming related. I went to my first haunted house. But sticking to the topic, you went to a, you went to a cantina. (laughs) I did. How was that? Um, it was super duper fun. We got free drinks. We were at Stitch Bar. I guess it's called in uh, New York City. It was across from the, what's it called? The Jacoby Center? Sure. Joffrey's, jo- I don't know. Mm-hmm, that one the right Convention there. Center in New York City. <laughs> it was Stitch. Um, and um, it was a bunch of developers for Star Wars The Little Republic. Um, it's their community um, event, one of their community events. And we got free food and drink, and I got to talk to the lead producer for the game and the lead community manager for the game. Super-duper fun. And then it's in New York, which is fun mm-hmm. alone, so. Yes, it was during New York Comic Con, so we did get to see some New York Comic Con stuff as we were walking out there. Um, I got to hear, uh, got a bunch of swag, got to hear about a bunch of developments that they're making, got to ask a bunch of questions, meet a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. 
It's awesome. Yeah. And um, so we went to... We need more games that do that kind of stuff. I'm just saying. I'm more in. games need to do it. Could you imagine? Bethesda should have done been done that for uh, a Skyrim. I, I mean, that game is still long. cranking along f- after 10 years of it being out or whatever it's been. Uh, I mean, just that's just crazy. 2011? Something like 10? that. Well, they released the special edition last year, right? So, I mean, I don't understand. They do it for ESO while ZeniMax is not Bethesda. It's Bethesda's parent company. But, you know, it's... it's I mean, we can start it. Um, We can make a group of some video gamers and then meet. (laughs) And, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's that simple. It doesn't get big that quick. But I'm pretty sure you can make a group, put it on, um, what's it called? Like, Meetup or something, and then form a clan. But, awesome. So, we also went to an event... And the world's famous Columbus, Ohio, the birthplace of the aviation. <laughs> Airplanes. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I was trying to make Ohio sound interesting, but in Ohio, it's not. We, we attended a game <laughs> developing expo. It was called GDEX, which is Game Developing Expo. Um, and it was amazing. I'm just going to go straight to the point. I mean, I'm not going to describe it. A whole bunch of game developers and game people would just go to Local. Work. Yes. Local. Local, uh, which is important. But we had people from big game companies, big companies, and then law firms and stuff like that come just to teach on what it's like to create a successful game, create a successful gaming business, or even be a producer, which, believe it or not, is considered a different category, um, even though it isn't a gaming, uh, what's the word, area, field. Um, I met... The designer, he was the lead designer or the lead producer of World of Warcraft um, raids. Yes, it was pretty awesome. His name is Stefan Frost. Uh, I don't know if it's Stephen or Stefan. When it's spelled the PH, I default to Stefan, but I know a PH who's pronounced as Stephen. I hate that, but I think it's Stefan Frost. Um, and it was amazing meeting him. I got like a picture selfies with him. I asked him to record a video for my cousin who I play World of Warcraft with. Um, which we're going to play tonight. I'm so excited. Um, and that was just, that alone was so much, um, what's the word, encouragement? Well, it depends. You mean for you and your journey to become a game developer? I think, but there was another word for encouragement I was going to say, but it's okay. So then he happens to know a professor at a community college that I applied for, and I'm getting, I'm going to actually go, I'm switching over. Um, and cool. So imagine a professor just knows like someone in Blizzard, people in Blizzard. Well, yes, but do you remember why? They went to school together. No. What? They all worked at that one Lamo company. That's remember right. the one began with an yep. S? Yeah. Silver that one. something or other. Mm-hmm. Him. That would not pay anybody. Right. That went under and made all those like movie tie-in video games. Yeah. Um, but he did. The director of the the, the Columbus State director also mm-hmm. worked there at the same time. And then the one guy that we went the first one that was from Gearbox, Ian Davis. Yes. Remember, he also worked there, and that's how all they how all oh, of them knew him. And remember, he said that was it. Stefan maybe said that. Um, that when he was talking about how to get a job. So the, 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 yes. this gentleman, two people said that though. I think it was Stefan, the one you're talking about. Though. Well, yeah, but, um, they said that game, the, the gaming industry is actually a really small community really at the end of the day. 
Um, and so, I mean, there you have it again. I mean, they all know each other because they all worked at this game development. And even yeah. all they all went to these different places, they obviously still keep in touch or, you know, at least I know because I added half of them on LinkedIn and I got my connections. What's mm-hmm. up? That's pretty awesome. Uh, it really is. And, um, yeah, so that was really cool. I met a lot of indie developers, none famous. I forgot half the names, but I will tell you, they can be very successful. The guy who made a game for his autistic son or daughter. That was son. That was son. awesome. It that was, was probably my favorite game It was a there. beautiful game, too. Like, I was playing it. It was like a VR game, and it was really, really cool. You had to find the socks to open the gate. And so mm-hmm. I got his information. I signed up for, like, a list. So that was probably one of my favorites. You know, the thing that I thought was really cool about that game, mm-hmm. and I really, like, sat down, because I really am not a developer, nor am I a coder. Mm-hmm. I, you're learning how to do that. Yes. But I just, I'm slightly intimidated about doing that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did it using that add-on to Unity that, yep. like, is drag and drop. like it's called Game Maker, I believe. Something like that. Unity and you know what? I really thought that was pretty awesome. It really made me think a little bit that he managed to do that even though he wasn't a coder. Exactly. Um, that's, that's really encouraging. You know, I, so I you thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, any mm-hmm. game. But, yeah, that was really cool. There was, like, a lot of other VR games I played. I forgot the name. Like I said, it was, there was a lot of school projects, a lot of community college and universities there mm-hmm. rocking their games. So I didn't remember a lot of names. I took a lot of cards. I emailed everybody. Oh, they also had that one. The other one that I thought was absolutely awesome mm-hmm. was... The one, too, they had a VR um, medical uh, virtual reality. Did you see those people in the no. back? They, um, it was a company that makes, um, that does, it's a medical application for virtual reality, teaching people how to, to like, um, triage folks. The setup was you had an older man or an older woman, so you could pick one of those two avatars. Okay. And then when you put the glasses on, you're going through a scenario where they're on the they're on uh, ambulance and you're looking at like all of their like their EKGs and uh, all this stuff and you have to try and figure out what to do next. It was like a training sim and it was VR. Cool. I thought that was absolutely awesome. And of course, you know, me being medical background, I was <laughs> like, oh this is super cool. That would be cool. It's nice to see applications for this stuff other than let's shoot stuff. Like, it really was cool. That, yeah, I missed that. Dang. I was trying to see everything, too. Um, there were, Columbus State was advertising women in the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Very prophetic after yes. the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Yes. And we met the COG lead leader guy mm-hmm. and some COG crew, mm-hmm. um, which is, for those who are listening, was the Columbus Game Group or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it was it was really cool. That's it. I found a Reinhardt pop figure. I missed the Diva one. This is the most important thing, folks. The most. Right the here. Most. You know how hard it is to find Diva. And, like, people mention, look, the thing about me and collecting these things, okay, I got to get the mic ready for this. So, one, yes, you can collect any. There are so many pop figures out there that I want, anime, other games, TV shows. But I'm that type. I want to collect all of one set first, and then I'll move on. And people are like, why don't you just go online and buy it? But I don't see fun into that. I like that, you know, check places out and try and get them in stores. I don't know. I'm just old school like that. Because back in the day, back in the day, that's how it was. Like you go to magazine stores or comic book stores and try and find an edition that you, you know, can't find that easily. So this diva, let me tell you about her. She liked to play hide and seek. 
or should I just say hide, because she is impossible to find. Now there's another diva. There's like a dark diva now. Um, so one day I will get her. But I got a Reinhardt to my collection, which is great. Um, anyways, opening the mic back up. Um, it was a good convention. We were just learning how to get into gaming fields. And I'm actually working on that right now as we speak. Next semester, I'll be physically going to school. I'm going to modify my whole work schedule because they're in the middle of the day. And I went straight to my supervisor and said, listen, I don't know what to do, but here's the scenario. And they were... they were. That's pretty awesome. They agree with it. They say you just have to do 40 hours a week, so you got to modify your schedule. So it'll be painful, yes, but hopefully worth it. But, all right, anything else? We made it to 40 minutes. Um, can we talk about two things? This gun, we're going to go over. What's up? Let's go. A, um, I barely touched about the freaking visceral games being closed. Uh-uh. Um, for those of you who know what who visceral is and what games they made, but they did Dead Space. Mm, that scary game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, Jimquisition. There's so many YouTubers that, like, put out rant videos when this hit. Um, but the big one, the one of the big reasons why EA said that they um, did it was, one, I guess there's been rumors that there's the game has been having problems um, getting their stuff together. And they were supposed to be releasing third, what, fourth quarter, um, which would have been um, March 2019 is when that would have the end of that fourth quarter would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but the thinking is is that perhaps it wasn't ready. Mm. Um, and then the other one is, and that's about the same time I do believe the anthem's supposed to go, is fourth quarter 2019. Um, I was just going to ask if you heard anything about anthem. And um, the other one is... Um, they said that they needed to have it needed to be more games as service, oh. and we need to have have a podcast about games as, as service because everything being games of service as service. But this is when I say EA is always behind. This was another reason why. <laughs> I, for those of you who are Star Wars fans and especially Star Wars video game fans. There really has not been very many games that we could that were that are good that we Star Wars video game fans have could point to. A lot of the games were crap, um, mm. and the other big one that was supposed to have been good that people were waiting on was Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and that got canceled. Did you mention that? I just want to take three seconds to say <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront two is coming out sometime. Okay, go continue. Yep. That ain't going to be this. That's not going to take its place. There's a single-player campaign on there, but I don't know how many people who don't like to PvP and don't like that kind of horde mode, kind of, you know, player versus player, battlefront one stuff, are really going to shell out $60 to play a five-hour campaign. I think that's what I heard. It's five to ten-hour single-player campaign. Mm -hmm. I think that's just crazy. I, I'm sure it's going to be good, but, like, is it really going to be good enough for someone to pay $60 for that? Anyway. Um, I just thought of a video game idea. So that's, that's one thing. Um, it's just sad that Visceral went under after being such a storied, um, and EA closed them. And, of course, then all the memes about EA clo- buying and closing all these studios, of course, made the rounds on Twitter. 
Um, I'm sure there are reasons, and I'm sure that they did it also to save jobs, I'm sure. Um, but it's it still sucks, and it's very upsetting. And I really wanted to get an Uncharted. It was supposed to be basically Uncharted Star Wars with, like, a Han Solo-ish type <laughs> main character. Could you imagine playing that game? It would have been cool. Well, you don't care because you don't like Star Wars, but... I mean, it would have been... I was straight be solo, up stoked. I'd be a solo Jedi. That'd be cool. Or even a Sith. Uh-uh. They, they were a smuggler. You've seen it, though. Um, I, no, I 110% was so excited about like, this game. And also, this game was going to be had by a lot of women. There were a lot of women in That's this That's why game. I got shut down. <laughs> well, it makes me wonder. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. It makes me wonder. And then to play on that, you know, so after the Harvey Weinstein mm. thing has hit, mm. this week there have been a lot of women in the gaming industry that have come out talking about sexism in the gaming community. And it's a lot. I mean, not just that. Okay, I just want to say, throw this in there too. I feel like racism is big. Well, in the yes. I but mean, yeah. Listen. So Blizzard. I'm a huge fan of Blizzard, and so they made a tweet last week of every single employee. Like, we love our Blizzard employees, crews. Not one of them was black, and it was intimidating it was to the point where I was like, Do I even want to like try and make it a goal to like end up in Blizzard as a headquarters or something? Every. Like, they all got sunburned, like, white. That's like... <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's room for everybody at the table. Mm-mm. We're not Legally, trying to say... Legally, yes, but... <clears throat> no, 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 no. I mean... Work on that, it, the, the games development industry has room for everybody. They need to, however, hire everybody. And that's what needs to happen. I should have went and, to that game End of discussion. I mean, yeah, it needs to be more Well, accepting. you might be able to email him and ask him for his slides. I mean, I think he's an OSU student. I might just walk, like, um, on high yeah. street or something. So I just wanted to put those two things out. And I didn't even mention the fact that there is sexism. I mean, not sexism. There is sexism. But ageism, ageism is really, really bad in the games industry Do you blame well. a lot of people for that, though? What do you mean by like, blame depends, a lot of people? Like, like, age, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be the age, but do you think some people go based off of the function based off their age, maybe? No, what it is, and there's been some studies that have been released recently that hiring people tend to hire people that they that they would be happy to have a beer with. And that's what they go for. So if you're 22 mm-hmm. or 26 mm-hmm. and you've got someone sitting in front of you that's 46, do you, you know... Would you think you could go and have a beer with? Now, you have friends of all ages, so you don't really. Don't you're not going to that. I don't relate to that. Okay, but you yeah, understand what I'm saying. The 26-year-old might think that they have nothing in common with a 46-year-old, and that tends to be the basis for what people then they start saying, well, you're not going to be a very good fit for the team and blah, blah, blah. So there's evidence that says the older that you are, the harder it is for you to get a job. That's true. The gaming industry. No, I mean, so, this is true about any job, I would, I would think so. I think there are some industries where experience very much is important and that you tend but to get You think they'd have experience more. in the gaming industry, but because they're old, they're not going to get hired or they don't qualify, whatever the legal Well, what, it, what happens is most of these, you know, there's a lot of layoffs and... Studios close like this, or Ugh. games get canceled, so and you end up having to, thing, yeah, so. you have to bounce around. So it's not uncommon for you to have to go apply for a new job. And the older that you are, the longer it takes for you to get a new job at another studio, even though you have the work and the experience and you know people. So 
Um, I think this is the time for introspection. I think everybody needs to sit down and really take a nice, long, good look about what they've done, you know, what's going on and what they can do to, you know, mm-hmm. affect change. What have we do- What have you done to make it better? That's it. That'll be your homework assignment. So um, we're going to make a statement on that. And tweet us at VCR Podcast, <laughs> and we're going to read your answers. Anyways, let's end this on a more positive note. She's over here throwing sexism, ageism, and I just threw racism in that soup. <laughs> so, um, needs to be said. Sorry, needs to be said. Listen, we got ESO, double XP for a week. Till November 1st. Till November 1st. November 1st is also. The Festival. There's a whole bunch of... I guess quests you can get and like special um, like stuff, whatever. Polymorphs and personalities and stuff you can get, I guess, during the Witches Festival. They have something else that they're called the 10 million stories. So I guess they've come out and said they've had 10 million people buy the game. Um, and so they're having a contest. Um, so I would direct you to the Elder Scrolls Online website if you want to know more about that. Um, but they have some contest, I think, about you telling your story that has to do with Elder Scrolls Online. And I don't know the rest of the rules of the contest, but I would encourage you to look that up if you're interested. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, that was a good positive note. Um, Overwatch is also going through their Halloween event until the 1st. Um, check out the awesome skins. World of Warcraft, also Blizzard in general likes to do like seasonal and holiday stuff. Um, so World of Warcraft has a holiday event, and Sword Tour. Star Wars: The Old Republic will be having a big thing in November. They'll be having their double XP event. Nah, nothing holiday related though, like fun spooks or anything like that. I don't, I like don't that. think they do. I can't right now. I think the only thing they do is the Rackle event, which is their zombie event. Um, but the I. That's, I think, the week of uh, Extra Life. So You know, I tried to force you to play Overwatch with me one day. It was that day you wasn't replying on your phone or something. Really, Shane? You was playing, like, ESO or something really? like that. Um, no, I was just saying you were too busy to reply to your friends. But, um, I didn't even have my phone with me. Really? We're that's what she said. But it's okay. Um, so I was going to play <laughs> Overwatch. That's what she with said. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> No, I did not say that's what she said. Um, I was trying to get Elise to play Overwatch because the Halloween event is a PVE event because you play the zombies, the robot zombies. And so you have to go against Dr. Jameson Junkenstein and his um, monster and then... His strongest um, ally, like which is the, the witch, a.k.a. Mercy. I like the PVE stuff. It's very PVE. Oh, I like Symmetra's um, <sighs> Symmetra's outfit. outfit's the best. Zenyatta's so cool. is cool, too. Like, Symmetra and Zenyatta. I like, like He has, like, a little octopus-like mustache thing. Like, it's so sh- is he, like... Say it. So, no, say it. People say... No, so people have been referring him. They call it a certain... Yeah. So I guess they couldn't call the skin that, but people are like, that's a Cthulhu, whatever. Cthulhu. I'm like, what? Or it could be Davy Jones from Davy Jones from the Pirates of the Caribbean, who's an octopus, and he had oh, yeah, that kind too. of the same thing with the tentacles. But they obviously referenced off of something, but couldn't obviously call it the Cthulhu yeah. skin. And it's a Metro skin. It's called the Summer. It looks really, really nice. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just PvE. I was going to do like a round or two with you, even though you don't like Overwatch as much. Some other things, but I would like to do it. 
Um, sweet. So we'll have to plan for that one day. Mm-hmm. And then you could stream it and see how horrible or good you are oh probably. I'm disappointed with the. Listen, okay, since what, we're already at 52 minutes. I'm going to edit it so it might be at 40 something, but <laughs> they nerfed Mercy we done, again. We haven't done an episode in quite some time, so we. Mercy got downed okay. again. Again. This is like the fourth, third time in a row. Okay, so what the heck? Do they hate? They do hate they her. Hate? They secretly hate no, her. No, but do they hate support players? Because they do. Because they nerfed the crap out of all. Oh, they no. they buffed Lucio a bit. They made him faster again, like a little faster when he like after a who wall jumping. Who gives a crap if his freaking heels suck? Who cares? Nobody plays Lucio to do DPS. You play Lucio to do heels. Actually, no. A lot of people in on comp. This is in competitive play. Lucio is for speed. People love him for the speed boost. Well, yes, but you uh, who's healing? Nobody cares. And com- about healers and com- he can and switch to healing them. if someone really desperately needs it, but then there's got to be a soldier. Well, it's usually oh two healers. Oh, my God. So comp- well, I know, but then you have Mercy as the second one. Exactly. So, so they destroyed they everything. Are they balancing it so that Mercy is, they? you have to play, you have to have the two healing at the same time? No, so that is, not so everyone that plays like that, but I feel like what they were trying to do is force is Mercy mains to. No, yeah, it right is. There. They destroyed her, but I feel like Blizzard is trying to force people to heal more with Mercy, if that makes sense. So Mercy would, like, just heal one person or, you know, a few people, but not really, like, make it a priority, like, to keep them, like, on point and healthy in the game. Um, so now they're taking her revs down. So now they ner- the first time she could do a full tank, full team res, that's the Mercy everyone knows, um, anyone within her radius, she could revive them all. Um, that was her ultimate. They took that away and made a Valkyrie, which makes her able to fly, and then her revives are like seven seconds apart, which wasn't that bad. So you could revive someone as a regular ability. Then you could use your ultimate to refresh all your abilities all over again and revive again twice in a row. Mm-hmm. And then after that, every seven seconds you can revive. So someone died while you're flying oh, around. That's kind of cool. That was cool. But then Blizz was like, you know what? Wait, we didn't want to make her cool, guys. You misunderstood. <laughs> so they took her seven-second cooldown away. So now it's back to 30 seconds, even in her ultimate state. So she can just fly pretty much. That's Mercy's ultimate. Who cares? I never flew as Mercy. She does chain if like you, when she heals. Okay, if you fly as Mercy, you might as well just put big old red <laughs> um, targets like, or something. Target Hit me right head here. Because Mercy is always the first one that everybody, the DPS, always go kill first. Always. It's annoying. I hate it. If you're on a team that doesn't care about protecting Mercy, it sucks playing Mercy because you are constantly harassed. All, the whole <laughs> game and it's a pain in the ass that's why I prefer to play Lucio or Zenyatta because at least I can freaking kill somebody's <laughs> ass when they come after me because both of those two actually can like kill Fight shit yes so okay. I like Zenyatta better but if I had to choose so then on top of that I will inform you then when she's in an ultimate state when she does heal or damage boost it changes to nearby team members so you can go on one person so it changed everyone around them. I kind of like that, though. That's she cool. She did not have any AoE heals Exactly. Whatsoever. So now she can heal a group a group in general. And then when she switches to her gun, it's unlimited ammo. And what I mean by unlimited is, like, there's no reload. So you get the infinity ammo. So you're flying around, shooting people, headshot or not, they're dying when I'm a battle of mercy. And so that's what I normally do. Um, that being said, you're right about the flying thing. She, her speed does increase. But when you're in the air, it's different because, like, you're just up there. And, like, even though you're fast, it's easy to see where you're going. And you can't, like, make, like, direction switches just like that. 
Um, so then you'll see that, and you know you're dead when you see a Hanzo aim. I tell all my te- I, I tell all my friends when he pulls his bow and aims at you, it's over. There's nothing you can do. So like you'll see a Hanzo like swaying left and right, and then a second, you're dead. Like within a second, like so. The flying, that's why I usually try and kill him. Or if I see him aiming for me, I fly somewhere else. They could have at least gave her a better health or ammo. Or, I mean, not ammo, well, like a shield really or something. she crappy health. And she can't heal herself. She, like, regenerates so, health over time. Well, yes, but, I mean, if somebody is shooting The her, only healer that can heal themselves, herself, is Anna. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, every single healer regenerates over... T- Mercy heals herself over time, like, um, regenerates health over time. Zenyatta is a shield, technically, that regenerates... Um, Lucio, he can't heal himself unless he's in his healing sound wave. Right. And that's it. And then Ana, she doesn't regenerate. She just uses her grenade to heal herself. Um, but yeah, Mercy, why'd you Anna. do that to her, I Blizzard? I cannot play Ana to save my life. <laughs> she is amazing, though. Like uh, I know, but she's a skilled player character. She is very not hard to play. a noob-friendly character, Ana. I tried. Mercy I was supposed shoot. to be a noob-friendly person. Yeah. I mean, I played Mercy quite a bit when I first started, but then I was like, people never protect Mercy. They just leave Mercy in the back mm-hmm. and go running off and expect people to run after And then get mad when they die, talking about exactly. where the fuck's our healer at, I guess what? Like, <laughs> I was like, F you all, you're going to let me die, and every time uh, I die more than two times, I was like, fuck you all, <laughs> I'm changing to Soldier 76. Dang. Here's your heal. <laughs> Boom. You go to it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, that's um, that's new with Overwatch. That's all. It's cool. Um, and great. I've been playing the game on the house game for Origins. It's a really good mining game. I forgot what it was called, but it's cute. It's fun. Whatever. I'm starting to... The older I'm getting, I'm realizing I'm just sticking to platforming games. They're getting more easier. I love them. But, all right. We have hit an hour. I think we should probably call it. So, we're going to call it. So, follow us on Twitter. VCR Podcast is our handle. Um, We have a Tumblr somewhere out there. Um, We'll put the Tumblr in the show notes. Yeah. And we'll put the show notes on the Tumblr. That's up to you, then. Moving on. It's time for me. I mean, no. So um, follow us. We'll keep in touch. We're going to try and keep, we're going to try in two weeks now, right? Yeah. Are we going to try? Okay, so in two weeks, expect an episode from us. For sure. Um, thanks for listening. Keep playing. Woo!